Hello, World Cup watchers again. We are back. Uh, not with a, a dog in the fight this time, but we are providing you, myself, Jake, and Justin, uh, on this great and fine day, a quarterfinal preview for the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Yes, that's right. We are down to just eight teams now. Um, U.S. obviously not being in it anymore, but we're still going to get get some uh, some coverage on the four games that are going to be encapsulated in this stage. So for today, we're going to kind of chat about our, our our initial thoughts on um, the teams left here and maybe some of the teams that got sent home. Uh, we're going to talk about each game and break down the history between the two teams in the World Cup, who they beat in the round of 16 to get here. And then kind of talk to the matchups and get maybe to a little bit of predictions before we give you our best bets at the end of the show. So we'll take part it. of the show. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Big part of the show. So for all those that like to do that, of course, um, hopefully legal legally point here in Missouri. We, we shall see. Uh, initial thoughts. Uh, you know, so the round of 16 has has closed out, you know, obviously heart hurt a little bit seeing the u.s bow out in that stage uh but there were there was definitely some shocks and in, in some really really close games and some really really not close games in this tournament my eyes go immediately to portugal who absolutely stomped switzerland at the end i think i said switzerland might be able to pull it off in the last pod so i will eat my words on that one they were a force to be reckoned with and we'll get into kind of portugal but holy crap that was insane. i mean one thing to note on that too is that ronaldo didn't even start came on in yep. 73rd his replacement had a hat trick so yep. this is just needs to show everybody i know ronaldo's been in the news a lot he's kind of a locker room cancer he hasn't been playing in his best form mm-hmm. the team that he plays on still has it so regardless of what right. you think of ronaldo portugal is still an incredible soccer team they are they are obviously everyone wants to go to spain spain bowed out and and PK's unbelievable story that Morocco's making in, in this run to uh, the quarterfinals. I think the stat was that if they are to advance to the semifinals, they join the likes of maybe one or two instances of, of an African country ever doing this. So this is a Cinderella run. They are our fun story for sure of the year. Uh, England took down Senegal. Senegal was giving it to him a little bit in the beginning of the game before uh, England, I, th- I think, just proved to be more a clinical team. And they ended up kind of pulling away. Uh, Brazil, South Korea was no match for them. Brazil really kind of kicked it into into gear here. I feel like they might have found their their rhythm. You could see them all dancing at the celebrations after each goal. I mean, it was Joga Bonito. Like it, it was it was pretty. I, I yeah. Oof. I mean, it's still by far the scariest team in the yeah. World Cup. And there weren't other too many surprises there. I know Croatia beat Japan in PKs. Japan had a great run. That was an exciting game. Not overly surprised there. And then when you look at Argentina, they took down Australia to one. It's close though. Closer. That was nervy closer for them. Been, closer than it should have yeah. been. And then we lost to the Netherlands, which we've gotten into plenty. And I don't want to talk yeah. about anymore. I don't anyways. want to talk about that. We'll leave that no. one out. Go no. back to our other podcast when you hear about that one. Uh so let's get into the first game. So Croatia versus Brazil. And I say first game because it literally is the first game. So if you're listening to this on Thursday the eighth, this is in um this is tomorrow for you. If you listen to this in the morning on Friday, this is really coming up. You better listen to this now. But basically, Croatia-Brazil kicks off the, the quarterfinal stage. And we kind of give you a history of how they, they both got here. Croatia just survived Japan on PKs. 
Brazil absolutely stomped South Korea. Um, but they've got a history between th- these two teams in the World Cup. This is their third meeting. Uh, they met twice, um, but it's their first in the knockout rounds. Uh, Brazil won both the prior meetings, one in 06 and one in 2014, so pretty recently. So getting into the odds on this one, I don't know if you have it up ready, Justin, because I think I have some of the initial lines on how this yeah. one came in, but it's it's a, it's a probably the most lopsided one it is. on the book. It is. It absolutely is. So, and I think the one thing that people need to make sure that they bet, I know, call out Pat Kirby doesn't understand how to bet soccer. He did a parlay on some teams to win. So when you bet a team to win, that's bet on 90 minutes of the game. So if you want a team, if you expect them to win, like either in PKs or an extra time or whatever, you have to go within to that. You have to click to advance. So Brazil to advance is minus 700. You would have to lay $700 to win 100 on top of that. So that is, it's probably not your best bet. And we'll get into the best bets later, but just right. make sure when you're out there, you can bet on teams to tie. If you think it's going to go to extra time, take the draw. But yeah, if you present, right. if you bet Brazil to win in regular time, it's minus 275, Croatia's plus 800. Yep. So this one's going to be a little bit more lopsided. What are your thoughts? It is. Me, Jake? And even for, for Brazil to just win in regulation, it's still minus 275, which is right. extremely juicy. So this is a big, big difference that at least the books think in this game. And I, I, I see a good reason behind it. The only thing holding me on to Croatia is that these this team, I, I think in their run in 2018, took every single game after the group stage into extra time and some into PKs. Like They have this resilience about them. They, they're not going to win pretty for the most part. But they have, for some reason, they're also a pretty old team. And they had the legs. I feel like they have this heart and they they play very, very composed. And they have this great chemistry where everyone's just getting in the trenches and fighting. And they're not going to go quietly is my biggest thing with Croatia. So I Brazil is by far much, much, much more super powered. Their attacking threats are insane. Uh, but Croatia is just, they've got that veteran touch to them. We're like, you know, it's not pretty. It's not the best thing to look at on the field. They do have an incredible midfield trio uh, right now, especially in this tournament of of Kovacic, uh, the magician Modric, and Marcelo Brozovic. But itch being the, the common theme there. But they definitely they can give Brazil a little bit more of a test. I think a lot more than at least you saw in South Korea in the round of sixteen. But they've also just now played 120 minutes. They played PKs. That's got to be mentally draining and physically draining. So. You got to worry because Brazil had the juices flowing in that round of 16 game. I, I'm not worried about this game. I think Brazil's going to blow them out. Uh, we'll get into predictions later, but Croatia is a little bit lucky to be here, like you said, through two extra times. And Japan's a great team. I'm not saying that. I, I, I honestly think Japan could have easily just as went through. So I don't think this is going to be a game, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. they're older, but I think and, and the fact that you said they are older, I think their legs are going to get to them. Joga Benito, if anybody doesn't know what that reference is, go to YouTube and type it in. The Brazilians are playing well. They're they're happy. They're excited. And it's just when you have that chemistry with a team like that, it's hard to stop. And they're deep as hell. You, oh, maybe one guy gets hurt. One guy gets injured. It's like next man up. This is a superstar yep. from some other team that is willing to step in and just give you hell. So Brazil's got that going for them. I mean, you've seen Richarlison light it up this tournament. You've seen Vinicius Jr. You've seen Casemiro step in. I mean, they just got name after name after name on this team and after seeing them and how happy they looked on the ball during the South Korea game that 
that also really scared me because like now they're really enjoying themselves and getting into it. Neymar after Neymar after Neymar oh after God. Neymar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Richarlson, uh, he's also tied for second in the Golden Boot with three goals. So you know that it's not just all falling on some of the some of the main guys like Neymar. Right. So it'll be it'll be a fun right. one to watch, but I don't think it's gonna be uh anything you need to you need to tune into. These other games are gonna be more interesting in my opinion. Yeah. I think the most interesting part of this game is that it could be close. That is what that is what I'm gonna say. But I don't think anyone if you are feeling Croatia, absolutely put some money on Croatia because you have money to be made out there. But that will not be us. I think take them to advance. They're not going to win outright. Take them to plus four seventy five to advance. Don't take them in the ninety minutes. Yep. Okay. So I think that's Croatia Brazil, and we'll get into the bets at the very end of this. But let's go to the next game. So the one p.m. slot, and these are all in Central Time for you all on Friday, and that's Netherlands, the Dutch versus Argentina. This is a closer affair. Uh, they they have let's see their history. So this is our sixth meeting at the World Cup. And only Germany has faced Argentina more in this tournament. Argentina have won three. The Dutch have won once. And they had a, they had a draw in the 06 tournament. So they've got quite a history between these two teams. And when you look at lines for this game, uh, this is I'm looking at the advanced lines, Justin, here. So we got Argentina at minus 160. Netherlands at plus 135. So a lot, lot closer of an affair here between these two teams. And I think it's entirely justified. Do you have any thoughts about this matchup going into it? Absolutely. I, I, I have not been overly impressed with Argentina. I want to be with Messi and I want him to do well. Um, and maybe I'm just, I, I think Netherlands may be better than what they look like. Cause I, I thought they looked great against the U S I thought we put on a great game. So I would like for the team that we lost to to continue on. So I think this game could be a lot closer than what people think. And it kind of shows that with the lines. You can take Netherlands plus 135, much closer than Croatia plus 475. So it'll be an interesting game. I think it, it could be a very tack-minded. That's kind of how Argentina plays. But also Netherlands doesn't need to be. They can kind of sit in like they did against us a little bit and then attack on the counters and just finish clinically. And then they also have a 6-8 goalie. So I think this one will be a lot closer. I do too. Yeah, Argentina has somewhat kind of limped their way to get to this point. And I think the team isn't playing for the team as much as like we talked about Brazil. I think the team is playing for Messi at this point, which is totally fine as well, but because I mean, he's 35 years old. This is definitely his last world cup, unless he just pulls a shocker. Um, but yeah, this is it for Messi. He's won everything. This, this sport has to offer besides the world cup, similar boat as Cristiano Ronaldo. He's also um, second in the golden boot right now with three goals and first is right. Kylian Mbappe, which we'll get to in the France game, but he's, and, I mean, and he's, he's doing fine, but he's also had two PKs saved this world cup, which is first ever. So he should have five goals. And he, he, he has been their star as well. It's not just, he is the star on the team. Like he has been their star throughout this tournament when they have something they need to do. He's been the creator. He's been there to supply those big moments for them. So he's kind of just putting them on their back at this point. Cause Argentina, we see them as such a big superpower. This, in all reality, is kind of the most lackluster superpower Argentina that we've seen in a long time. It, their, their stars are either on the wrong side of the age spectrum or they're just not really showing up to play. So this is, I think they're really, this is Messi's last dance. And I think they're putting all their chips on the table and they're going all in for this and they're going to play for him to the death. So I don't think they'll go down easy. But Netherlands are a different type of challenge. The Netherlands have been so astute defensively. And against a team like Argentina that struggled to break down teams and to score goals, you have to worry about them a little bit because Netherlands 
don't need the possession. They proved that against us. They let us have the possession. They'll let Argentina possess the ball and let they carry the same tactics, of course, and they will just smoke them on the counter with the likes of Gakpo and, and Memphis Depay. So I I really do think there could be a, a trouble brewing here for, for Argentina. They've had great, great approaches to this game. They've been lightning on the wings with Denzel Dumfries and uh, not Daily Blend, but he's been this, at least effective on the wings. And they, the, if they approach this game like they did against us, just kind of going to it tactically, they play very composed within themselves and they approach it like that very prag- pragmatically. I think they have the ability to come out on top against Argentina. I would not be shocked. Agreed. Let's move. All right. So we all kind of agree on that. Let's get into the first game on Saturday, December 10th. And this is also a really fun one, like I mentioned, just because, I mean, Morocco, no one expected to be here. But uh, these two teams, Morocco and Portugal, have met twice before in the World Cup, um, both times coming in the group stage, so never in a knockout round. Morocco won. 3-1 in 1986, and Portugal just barely beat them in 2018 in their meeting there. So another meeting of, of very, very different teams. You'll see a little bit more of a lopsided odds on this one, right? What do we got not here, as, Justin? Not, still not that bad. Portugal is okay. minus 300, yeah. which I think is too uh, – I still think that's too juicy. I would not play that. Um, but I am intrigued just when you think about the games beforehand. We talked about already. Portugal won 6-1. to one. Very easy – could have rested some of their guys. I know Ronaldo came on in the 73rd, so you can kind of let the foot off the gas. While Morocco was literally playing to the final whistle when all the way to the PKs and they won 3-0. I think their legs could be heavy. I really love a Cinderella story, but this might be the end of them. But then also like Portugal, I would say out of the the heavier favorites in these groups um, of what's still left when you look at some of these other teams, they're not one that I see putting teams away usually. Um, obviously they did it against Swiss, but that's just a one-off. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I do too. And I'll go back on my statement before. So if Morocco wins this, they will be the first ever African country to reach a semifinal. So they've got it all to play for here. They got record books to play for. And I loved how into it they were. And I really hope this Cinderella story continues. But they have a kind of a, uh, their own little, I mean, they have a defend and counter style as well type of team where, they, they've also proven to be pretty stout defensively, and they're not going to just give up chances and just give up goals. Uh, they will defend. I mean, I think uh, their game against uh, – who did you just say? Uh, Spain? Yeah, Spain. I mean, they just kind of packed it in against Spain. They defend very, very well. They they do it in a coordinated fashion, and they have excellent players on the counterattack. I mean, so they – that, that type of style is 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 not very fun as that can be sometimes to watch as a viewer or especially like a neutral viewer like us. It's effective, especially in knockout games like World Cup. Like it, it works. Like teams go and win titles sometimes by using that strategy exactly as frustrating as it is to watch and probably to be played against. It gets the job done. And if you were to it look does. at their odds coming in, I know BR betting, shout out Mike Ritter. They had a guy that on DraftKings that put $90,000 on Morocco to reach the quarterfinals. And it was plus eleven hundred, so he won a million dollars on ninety thousand dollars. That it shows you how hard it is for them to get here. And I saw people saying like, "That's not a fun game. It's not a fun style. It doesn't matter. This team is further than the U.S. is." Yeah, I, w- I would have rather been there if that was our style. If of I were me, you don't get graded on fun. They had the lowest possession by far in the quarterfinals. I think they had like thirty-two percent overall. The next lowest is Netherlands, and Netherlands are not a possessing team, and they had fifty-two. So. You kind of know what you're getting in Morocco. Portugal, it kind of depends on what side turns up. I think they they hit the next level when they finally decided to bench 
the locker room cancer and just really waning in, in, in my opinion, Ronaldo. I mean, the guy I feel like hasn't put a foot right in a couple of months. And I'm not taking anything away from his historical career. But personally, I just don't feel like he's one kind of got it playing wise. And I think part of that is because mentally he just doesn't look that engaged anymore. He's constantly whining and and it's never his fault for anything like the guy. I'm just so glad they kind of figured out that he doesn't need to be in the starting 11 just because he's Ronaldo. And yeah. they play this guy that had, I think, 75 minutes under his belt total in his international career. Uh, Gonzalo Ramos was his name. And look at them. They just absolutely lit it up in the round of 16. I think they might have finally reached a turning point where they just don't have to bow to Ronaldo. Ronaldo was looking the entire time, not even at the World Cup, looking at his new payday that's coming in for over $200 million a year. Right. So it, he's not focused. It's fine. He's still Ronaldo, though. Put him on. I'd be scared shitless as a defender, but I don't think he'll start. Keep in mind, they've only they've only conceded two goals uh, in qualifying ahead of Italy, in, in World Cup qualifying. So, like, they're also a pretty good defensive team. Yep. And you've seen them offensively. They've got such great talent up top. Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandez, Joao Felix, Rafael Leal off the bench. I mean, Ronaldo obviously on the bench right now. So this this one could have some goals in it, I think, even though Morocco has proven so great defensively. I, I, I'm really looking forward to this game. But I can't. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to the biggest game of the weekend by far. Biggest game, biggest names. These are your A-list superstars hitting the stage. They've got to be so bummed they're playing this game so early in the tournament because this is just unfortunate, but it's amazing for us to go and watch. So England and France, they round out the final game of the quarterfinals. These are two teams with storied histories between each other. This is only the third time they'll face each other in the World Cup. England won the previous two meetings in 1982 and 1966. So it's been a while, but these are two history programs. And this one is by far the closest of the games to bet on as well. If you want to take France to advance minus 130, while England England is plus 105. I think this one is and maybe a, maybe a smart bet here, Jake. We were talking about betting 90 bets. It's not on my best bets list, but thinking about it now, them to tie is plus 230. If you think this game will be close and can go to extra time, that's where you can make some money. But it's going to be incredible. Mbappe leading the golden boot. We've already we've already faced England. We've talked enough about them in previous podcasts, but just overwhelming amount of guys and waves and waves of attack on and off the bench. I don't even think Harry Kane has been playing that well this World Cup, so I think he could really step up here. It's going to be by far my favorite game. It will be. It will be absolutely. And I think, like you said, I, I do think it could be a very very close affair between these two teams. Uh, England, uh, for me, it just depends on the style they choose to go with are they going super pragmatic like we just don't want to lose this game we want to stay in it uh, I think that's kind of what they've done throughout most of this tournament so far waited to kind of get their one chance they took it and then they extended the, the lead from there because they are such a good team and they can score they can't do that in this game though you cannot no. leave that to France they'll put you away it won't even be close to Rude Mbappe they're going to send waves at you and Griezmann you they're going to have to go toe-to-toe with these guys but look forward to it on Saturday yeah, absolutely. I mean, France have been lighting it up. Antoine Griezmann, one of the stars for France, absolutely has done a total role change for France. He now plays in the midfield uh, as a number eight in the midfielder, kind of box to box for them. A lot more offensively minded, I'd say, though. It, it, it's worked wonders. Like if he doesn't go back to Atletico Madrid and think about playing this position because he can get maybe a little bit more distance out of his career in doing so. I mean, he's he's been incredible for them as a creator. And 
I, I just can't believe after all the injuries that France have been through, I was never really worried about them. They have such big depth as it is today. Probably the deepest team here besides Brazil at this point. I mean, England also very deep as well, but I think I'd still rather have France. And they know what it's like to win a World Cup. We forget. I mean, they just won in 2018. It wasn't always the prettiest thing for them. And they their striker didn't even score a goal the entire tournament, Giroud in that time. Now Giroud is the leading France all-time goal scorer, so congrats to him. But this is one to look for. I don't know who's going to start for either team, but obviously you keep it. it for me, it's the Harry Kane and Kylian Mbappe matchup. Like, Who's going to be the more impactful on the field? Because you have a feeling that whoever that is, that side's going to win. And that's why I would take France, and we'll get into the bets. But Hugo Lloris right. as your goalie as well. That's where you need to look at it. Yeah, yeah. So predictions for let, – let's go. I'll take the first day, Justin. You take day two. Okay. Uh, so I'll do Croatia, Brazil, Netherlands, Argentina. So my, my best bet, if I'm a betting man, in Croatia, Brazil, is – I could see both teams scoring here. So I could see both teams to score. You might see BTTS uh, on, on some betting websites, but Brazil is absolutely getting off the board. There is no doubt about that. And I don't think that Croatia will let them do that easily, but they will, uh, especially seeing how they just played the last game. But I also think Croatia had that veteran experience. They know how to get a goal. They know how to buy a goal and they have to get a goal. So I could see them. I mean, this is not a time where you can just concede the draw. Like everyone has to go for it. When you go down, you're immediately chasing to get that goal back. So I could see both teams getting on the board here and that's my safest bet. So both teams to score uh, in this one. And then the second one, Netherlands, Argentina uh, tomorrow. I'm going to go on the fun side here. And I think we kind of alluded to it in our, breakdown of this game but i could see the netherlands advancing in this game so i would put the money on netherlands to advance justin do you have that line of what that is right now by chance i was circling back to your croatia or brazil both teams to score yeah. is plus 110 boom netherlands to advance i'll get you right now it's gotta be plus money oh yeah it definitely is uh good plus money netherlands to advance plus 135 so it, go. it's still good plus money anything you get close to around even money or negative it's still pretty good odds. So, yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Two plus I just bets, think though. Two plus bets. I just do think the Netherlands are going to give Argentina trouble. I really don't think they've they've really come out and just shocked the world with how they've played. I think they just approach it very, very pragmatically. And they know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. And they hit teams. Like, I thought we were a good team heading into that. They kind of just made us look like we were their little brother at times. Like, I just feel like if they approach this game as tactically sound as they did against us, against a side that's just basically messy at this point, it, it, it's going to be really, really tall order for Argentina to take them down. So uh, my money is on Netherlands to advance in that game. How about day two, Justin? What do you got for day best two? Bets? We're going to go with the first, the first game. And so what I'm going to take here is, and it's a little bit different than what you've had. I'm going to go to team props. We're going to go to Portugal's total goals. Them to score over one and a half goals. So basically if they score two or more is minus 110. Bet $110, win 100. Bet $11, win 10. I think that's safe. When you look at what they've done in the World Cup, they've scored more. They've scored two or more goals in every game. They scored three against Ghana, two against Uruguay, two against South Korea, and six in their last game against Switzerland. Minus 110, I think, is a very nice line for them to score two goals against a Moroccan team that should not be here still. I like that. So yeah. we'll take that. Next one, England, England, France, very straightforward, very easy. I'm taking France to advance. I know so England's going to put up a tough bet. I mean, you can also, like I said, you can definitely go with the draw at plus 230 if you think it's going to go to the extras, which it could. But I'm going to go with the safer line. Take France to advance at minus 130. I think they're still number 
one B team in the tournament. I still have money on Brazil to win it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you could still grab Brazil to win it all at plus 175. I would probably hold off right now. Um, I still think that'll probably be around plus money after this round um, or right at uh, maybe like minus 110. So maybe hold off on that as of now, unless you really like the Brazilians. Um, one thing I will say, if you don't like betting things that are minus money, so minus 130, if you take France, you have to bet 130 to 100. If you want to make that plus money, Add in Brazil to advance. You take both of them as a parlay. It's plus one of two. It just looks a little nicer. Got to spend less, win more. That's probably what I'd go with. A little more into the tree this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, that is your quarterfinal preview in 25 minutes or less. I'm Jake. This is Justin. This is Ball Watching World Cup Edition, the quarterfinal preview. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Ball Watching STL. Also on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. I mean, everything at this point. Buy some stuff at Series 6. Use the code BALLWATCHING. Get out there and buy stuff 15% off. Do it for your family. Saw a sweet toasted ravioli ornament they just put out. It looks incredible. We tweeted that out. So definitely cop yourself an ornament. Look, looks great under the tree and on the tree and a great stocking stuffer. Uh, go to Series 6. Like Justin said, use code BALLWATCHING at checkout for 15% off. And Come to our socials. Interact with us. Ball watching STL. We are going to love these next two days of World Cup. I missed it these last two days. Oh, my God. It was painful. But we're back. And we have four very, very good games to watch. Thanks for joining, y'all. And, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>